just Randy. Number five, the Saskatchewan. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I'm your boy, Stevie Jobber. And I'm your boy, Dangerous Duke. And welcome back to the Dangerous Jobbers podcast. It has been so long. Too long. Too long indeed. We are back. Back with uh, over a week's worth of shit to talk about. And not all of it is great. Yeah, man. Uh, You got some good. You got... Some bad, you got some ugly, you got mm-hmm. some what the hell, you got you got everything in between. Mm-hmm. But as always, before we get to all the news, we got to get to the wrestler of the pod. And uh, we got another two-time wrestler of the pod today. Uh-oh. Because we have some great breaking news again out of the Booker T camp. Uh-oh. Wrestler of the pod today is uh, Will All Day. Ooh, again? Okay. Again, because... Uh, as I've been following the AEW Dark, mm-hmm. not watching all the episodes, but I've been following it. Keeping up with it. Seeing who makes the cut and who doesn't. And the past two weeks, Will Allday has been on the card. Ooh. Which means he did the first week, they liked what they saw, and they, they told him to come back. So hopefully Will Allday gets signed to AEW. Yep. And that'll be the second wrestler of the pod to get signed to AEW. Yeah, that'll and that'll be pretty cool. At this point, we should just be in control of talent. Yeah, man, we we might as well just I go mean, uh, go scout some talent for AEW exactly. at this point. We just know how to pick them. That we do. <laughs> um, but yeah, go check out Will all day. He's been a uh, uh, reality of wrestling. That's Booker T's uh, Booker T's wrestling company. Mm-hmm. He's been a uh, reality of wrestling Texas champ. He's been reality of wrestling TV champ. Um, and he's just, he's just amazing, man. So yeah, he, he's definitely a good out. talent. He's definitely a talent that's worth checking out for sure. Yeah, he's a, he's a risk taker. He's a high flyer. He's got amazing super kicks. He's always doing insane outside dives. I know, and he's um, trained by Booker T. I know he was on WWE TV once or twice as a, uh, as a jobber. Mm. I know he, they used him to job out the Strowman and somebody else. Who I'm blanking on, but I know he's been on their show a couple times. Yeah, man, and he's he's got a good look, man, and uh, he can go all damn day. Yeah. So go check him out if you haven't. Will all day, another two time wrestler at the pod. Congratulations, man. There you go. Um, before we get to the big stuff, I got a ton, a ton, a ton of small news um, that I'll try not to rant about, so we can save all the rants for the big stuff. Oh, before we do that, let's do our WrestleMania moments because we haven't done a WrestleMania stuff yet. We'll do the WrestleMania moments and then we'll do a WrestleMania rundown after. Okay. Um, I'll go first with my moment. Uh, this was a tough one because in a lot of bad, there was some good. Mm-hmm. And one of the good things from a rather lackluster WrestleMania was the fact that Cesaro... Got his moment in the sun. Absolutely. Like, there's not a specific moment I want to pick, but there's a match, and it's that match. Him and Seth did great. You can tell they have so much chemistry from working with each other in Ring of Honor and all those other promotions, and that chemistry just played out right there on the grandest stage of them all. Uh, Cesaro definitely showed up, kicked some ass, broke that swing record, and the moment afterwards when he got that one, two, three. He he looked like he wanted to cry. Like you could tell just by the look in his eyes, he wanted to cry, and that moment got me because you know how much of a Cesaro nut I've been. I've been on Cesaro ever since he came into the company, and 
it felt real good to see one of my people get their moment in the sun. Yeah, I used to I used to mess with you all the time when um when we thought he was getting the push, but he wasn't. And he's just starting that Matrix uh, cyborg uh, transformation. Yeah, yeah, the, the the transporter gimmick would uh. And they tried to make him more serious as a singles competitor, but it just wasn't it just wasn't happening. Honestly, I I think it was working. I think at that time it would have been a great time. It's just Vince. It, yeah, Vince just the people on. making the decisions, man. They what were they on doing it. back then, but. I did hear that was his first WrestleMania singles match, so mm-hmm. great win for him. I think he really grabbed the brass ring on that one, so uh, hopefully there's better things to come after yeah, this. Let's hope it just leads to more. Who knows? Maybe you'll see him uh, Maybe you'll see him run down on the Tribal Chief one of these days. Maybe. Hopefully. But we'll see. He is the Tribal Chief. He's my Tribal Chief, so I, 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 you know, I don't know. But... Um, my WrestleMania moment I want to highlight um, was the greatest celebrity wrestling match uh, in the history of the, of the business, really. Uh, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest against uh, Miz and uh, John Morrison. Hell of a match. I mean, I was not expecting him to be that good. I knew he was training, but, you know, not everyone is training is always amazing but this this was this is impressive my guy they hopped a little and they hopped a lot and they definitely did yeah. hop their asses all over that ring yeah, and he show did out. some he did some luchador stuff uh-huh. i didn't know if he was gonna go luchador but he yeah he did he it, did man. what he should have did for his size which is mm-hmm. luchador yeah you know, he's he, puerto rican he didn't embrace over, that lucha libre he didn't overdo it he didn't underdo it he did everything perfect mm-hmm. he looked like he started off slow with those punches a little bit mm-hmm. but not everybody can do you know the best punches yeah but you know five minutes into the match he started getting his feet wet and he started doing his thing yeah man it was it was pretty impressive man did you, uh, did you see the slides that, the flies the outside dives the that, the frankensteiner bro, i'm sorry i'm sorry they're, they're that, not, not no they, that that they, was a Canadian bunny destroyer? destroyer the bunny destroyer the bunny destroyer who called it the bunny destroyer on commentary um was that a? I, I think I, that might have been Graves. Yeah, yeah, the Bunny Destroyer. Yeah, I think that might have been Graves. The bunny Destroyer, and uh, everyone was blown away. It was a moment. It was a moment. Did you see he actually got that dive right on the second time? No, the one, oh, the yeah. same one he, he did at the Rumble. Himself on that dive, he redeemed too. himself on the dive. Who knew he could do so well, man? He killed that. He killed that. So that that was that was really awesome. Brings a, it it just puts a smile on my face I mean, seeing seeing a fellow Puerto Rican man just do his thing on the grandest stage. We needed we needed uh we needed another rapper to redeem us from um the terrible work that the only other rapper wrestler has been doing in ring which I think is just Snoop Dogg. Oh yeah. Not not the greatest uh in the ring, but you know. Uh, uh, Bad Bunny Splash is definitely better. Yeah, he 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 might have a better clothesline and spirit too. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, amazing. Just like the best. I like they've been saying it's the best celebrity match, and I I believe it. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's been a, another uh, celebrity match quite as good or impressive. You know, since the Bad Bunny one, it just it makes me excited for all the other uh, rapper wrestlers that are gonna be breaking into the business. <laughs> <Yeah>. Bow wow! 
I, I wouldn't mind seeing Bow Wow now just because Bad Bunny did so good. Mm-hmm. But we, let, we can bring in the rappers and the musicians, and let's just keep the YouTubers away. Yeah, let's just no more YouTubers, guys. Please, please, no more YouTubers. Not saying anything about you know certain YouTubers, Logan Paul, but uh, yeah, we'd rather just have the musicians. So congratulations to Bad Bunny, man! What an amazing match. Really impressive. Yeah. I'd love to see him back after he's on tour for the next year, which the th- the tickets are already sold out, which is, I mean, I guess it's not a surprise. It's Bad Bunny. Yeah. But back to wrestling. Um, to run through this indie news before we do our WrestleMania rundown, because I got a lot of indie news I need to get to. Um, first thing, real quick, trying not to rant about it. Try not to rant about it. Try not to rant about it. Um, the new king of New Japan is Will Osprey, and <laughs> I'm trying not to rant about it. And you know what else? He's challenging CM Punk. I don't think CM Punk's going to answer now, but he oh, did but, challenge him. But imagine, just imagine if he did. I mean, it'd be a spectacle. That that would probably break the wrestling world right there. Um, if I was Ricochet, I'd be crying in the fetal position. If I was Ricochet, I'd be asking for my release. <laughs> Not signing on for five more years. I'd be uh, crying in the fetal position because there's been a man that has uh, been your Australian equal for like how many years? For you to be... Not even on WrestleMania, and he's the king of New Japan. So I'd be asking for my release, and and you're stuck there for another four years. Or I'd be looking at my contract like, what the fuck was I thinking? What the hell am I doing here? I don't belong. <laughs> Shout out to the show, Lucifer man. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gonna try not to rant, but man. Will Ospreay, the new king of New Japan, possibly getting a match with CM Punk in the near future. That that would be a that would be a sight to see. Oh yeah, those two styles would be. Yeah, that that would be a fight to see for sure. As long as it's not an MMA match, but hey, we we, <laughs> we can we can definitely see that happen. Yeah, I would hope not. I, I, I'm I with would, this shit today, I man. I, I got a lot of stuff I want to get off my chest. Oh shit. Okay. Um, next rundowns. The rest of the pod did New Japan. Um. Masha Slamovich uh, was another two-time wrestler of the pod. Shout out to her. Uh, Bloodsport 6 for GCW happened. John Moxley was there. Allison K was there. Leo Rush was there. Masha Slamovich made the card, which is a big step up for her as far as um, the people on the card associated. Um, she's fought other big people. Uh, I think she might have mixed it up with Tony Deppitt once. Um... And I know she's she's fought um, Jody Threat, of course, um, and uh, I believe she's fought Jordan Grace once, as well. But making up on a card like this um, consistently for her would be a good step in the right direction, since I think she's mostly been dealing with just one or two promotions. So hopefully she gets into more GCW matches. Um, Hopefully she gets into some MLW matches because I know Leo's over there. Hopefully she's making some connections. Shout out to her. 
Um, moving on from that, Impact, which is where a chunk of this news is going to be coming from. Um, April 25th, mm-hmm. they're having a rebellion. Impact has been knocking it out of the park with their pay-per-views, and I'm excited about this card. Yeah, Impact has definitely been doing some good stuff with their pay-per-views as of late. Like they're they're showing that they might not be the first option or the second option when it comes to wrestling promotions, mm-hmm. but they're showing with the with the talent that they have and the writers and everybody else, mm-hmm. they're showing they can still command quality stuff and put on quality stuff. Yes, yes. So this so first of all, I mean we'll get to the main event later. Um cuz the main event is probably uh, you know what and I'll say this for the for the credit you just gave to Impact. They might not be your first or second choice, but April twenty fifth, you'll wanna be on social media because it could be the turning point for wrestling as we know it. Mm-hmm. Um going down the car before we get there though, Tanel Dashwood is fighting Deanna Perrazzo for the knockouts championship. I don't really have a, 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 a stake in that fight. I don't even know who I want to win. Um, there's a last man standing, though, between Sammy Callahan and Trey Miguel, the uh, forgotten third member of the Rascals, in a last man standing. Last man standing. Trey wanted a spotlight. Trey's going to get a spotlight. Trey- Sammy Callahan can go. Trey Miguel is getting a last man standing match with Sammy Callahan and Ricochet is in catering. God. I tell you what, if Trey Miguel ends up X Division champ before Ricochet can get a belt on the main roster. At this point, he might be X Division champ before Ricochet gets a match again. Ask for your release, Ricochet. I don't know what they're doing back there, but it's over. It's over. I don't know. There, there's no way he can he he rebounds. And I make fun of Trey Miguel for being like a knockoff version of Ricochet. As much as I love Trey Miguel, I would be love. At, at this point, I think Ricochet's but, been the knockoff yeah, Trey Miguel. You, Ricochet might end up being a knockoff Trey Miguel at this point. All right. So what do we got for the rest of the Impact card? Um, we have bare minimum versus the always ready, bare minimum Brian Myers. Versus always ready, Matt Cardona uh, is going to be Kurt Hawkins versus Zack Ryder. And my money is on uh, Zack Ryder, Matt Cardona. As much as I love Brian Myers, uh, bare minimum Brian Myers. I think I, I, I can agree with you. I, I think I would go Cardona I on that I'm one. I think I'm going Cardona. I think I would go Cardona on that one. Um, but I do think this is, if they do this correctly, carefully. Mm-hmm. This could be something they could revisit every now and then. Yeah. Like, as one takes a step up, bring, bring them back. And then leave it alone. If you take your time with this, this it, could build into a main event match eventually. Yeah, th- this could this could have the potential of being NXT caliber versions of, I would say, KO and Sami Zayn. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what I was I, thinking I, I think they could, they could definitely this right, pull that off. This could be... A magnificent top event notch. down the line. Um, so they're going to fight. That should be awesome. Um, Violent by Design, uh, which is... Uh, 
I can't remember all the members. I know Rhino's in it. I know Eric Young is the leader. The two other guys, I can't remember their names. But Violent by Design is going up against James Storm, Chris Saban, Eddie Edwards, and Willie Mack on a four versus four. Should be violent. I mean, I, I feel like that's pretty assumption-y. Um, I, 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 would, I would say Sanity 2.0 versus the TNA Originals and Willie Mack. Basically. That's a very good way to put it for anyone that's like the TNA originals not familiar with this and Willie Mack it's gonna be it's gonna be like the TNA originals and Willie Mack versus um, Sandy 2.0 yeah yeah but should be good I mean Rhino always delivers yeah Rhino James Storm Chris Saban Mm -hmm. Eric Young always delivers so that should be amazing Um, before I get to the main event of this card Jazz lost a career versus title match last pay-per-view. Jazz is officially retiring, uh, which is sad news. How do I say goodbye? <laughs> Man. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's. I wish it was on a bigger platform, but... Um, I will say this. Jazz did freaking phenomenal in that impact... Uh, Women's division. Mm-hmm. She elevated so many people. She mm-hmm. she got us to you know. She put eyes on Jordan Grace. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Um. I, it's sad to see her go, but everybody has their time, and I guess mm-hmm. this is her time. And she went out the best way she could, elevating and helping as many people as she can. Yeah, without devaluing her character at all. Absolutely. So shout out to Jazz. Um, you've been amazing for years. Um, and it's uh, sad to see you go, but what a hell of a career. Um, and then we get to the main event. More Ronaldo commentating. Coming back for uh, Omega versus Rich Swan, Title versus title. Mamma mia. It could change the fabric of wrestling as we know it. The belt collector, man. This is a very important match. Because who knows? There's another announcement coming. Um, from AEW, and after this weekend, uh, Omega could officially start his run as the title collector. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man. It definitely could happen. Um, I know if he gets that impact one, I feel like it's only a matter of time before he goes knocking on that New Japan door himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he'd go to NWA first. Maybe he takes that belt off of Nick Aldis. I could, matter of fact, I, I could see that happening first because Nick Aldis has had that belt forever. Forever. Yeah. Like, forever. What's, what, I, we should check the numbers. I feel like he's, he's over a thousand. Belt. Yeah, he's held that belt for like, I think as long as Walter has held the UK title. Yeah. He's held that belt. Probably for even minutes. longer. Probably even longer than that. It's been a while. So it could be New Japan, could be NWA. I know there's one person from, I'm always going to say this, there's one person, if Kenny Omega goes knocking on that New Japan door, I want Tama Tonga to be the one to answer that damn door. Uh, Tama Tonga does not have a belt, or at least a singles belt, Mm -hmm. but they talk so much crap back and forth on social media and and podcasts and whatnot, I want Tama Tonga to be the one to open that door. Just like uh, like, um, Kenta showed up in AEW. 
to take out Moxley. That's who I want answering the door. I was, Same way. I was going to say. Laying out Kenny Omega. Hypothetical. What if at Rebellion, somebody from New Japan, oops, excuse me, somebody from New Japan jumps into TNA and beats the both of them up? Mm. I don't think it'd be Tom and Tonga, though. I would want it'd it to pro- be. It'd probably be Osprey. It'd probably be Switchblade. Switchblade's been talking a lot of crap about fake clubs. You know what? But I wouldn't be surprised if it was if it was uh, Switchblade and the God. You know what? Switchblade has grown on me a little bit since yeah. since he took his time off and come back, and he's kind of switched it up a little bit. Like he's still the same Switchblade, but it's a little edgy. Yeah, he dialed it up edgy. a little bit, and that's that's I think that's what his character needed. So I wouldn't I wouldn't be too upset if Switchblade came and did it. Mm-hmm. And if he brought G.O.D. with him, then I wouldn't complain at all. Yeah, I think that's what needs to happen. Because then Tom was going to be the mouthpiece anyway. Exactly. Tom gets to be the mouthpiece. Switchblade can still feel like he's leading Ooh, the group, man, even them, though he's not. You know what I mean? I can just envision them uh, them Tama Tonga and Carl Anderson promos going back and forth at each other. The fire. The fire. All right. So, yeah, uh, April 25th, keep your eyes on social media. Omega could start his reigns as the uh, title, the belt collector. So, who knows what happens after that. But big card, a lot of indie news. Shout out to Masha. Shout out to Will. Shout out to uh, the other Will. Um, it's going to be a show. Yeah, this is definitely going to be a show. I'm not going to lie. I'm looking forward to this. I really am. I might have to. Uh, I might have to look into that Impact Network just for this show. I wouldn't be surprised. Just for this show. And it's very cheap, though. It's very cheap, too. Oh, well, hmm. Yeah. The pay-per-view might not be, but the Impact Network, very, very cheap. Does it run better than Peacock? Uh, yes. (laughs) Sold. I have tried it a couple times. Whenever I feel like um, I need to remember how great AJ Styles is, I'll I'll buy it for a month. Mm -hmm. And I'll just go see Short Hair AJ. Just tear it up. Maybe maybe I'll do maybe I'll get it just to go watch Young Joe tear it up. Mm. Yeah, in case people have forgotten, or go back and see Ron the Truth Killings, a uh, really great athlete, um, amazing star. Don't know what the hell he's up to these days, but he was he was something to watch back then. Um, real quick before we get into the WrestleMania rundowns. Um, there's rumors that the Million Dollar Man might be working with Cameron Grimes. Bring that Million Dollar title back. Cameron Grimes. To the moon. <laughs> Big money Cameron. Big money Cameron. Big money Cameron. You know what? It wouldn't. I, I wouldn't be upset with that. I wouldn't either. Like, it would I, make Cameron Grimes a little more serious. Yeah, like the character itself right now is more comical than anything. Very comical. And I'm not the. I, eh, I don't want to say I don't want to say I'm not the biggest fan of Cameron Grimes. I'm indifferent on him. See what happens is when you're when you're a comedic character, sometimes it's, it's very easy to forget that you're good in the ring. Yeah. I feel like Million Dollar Man would add some validity to his in ring. I, I would I would approve of that. And you become a little less of a joke. And if they ever do clash with AEW, Million Dollar Man, Big Money Matt, and Cameron Grimes, what a team. Mm-hmm. 
What a team. That would that would be a that would be a good thing to see. I could I could approve of that. Um so we'll do that. Um let's do the WrestleMania rundown because uh where are we? Yeah, we're not too far in. We're not we got a lot of time. We got a lot of time. We got a lot of time? Yeah, a lot of time. I'm trying to keep from doing a two parter again. Yeah, we're good. Uh even though it did it did fantastic. I'm I'm glad everybody went out to go listen to both episodes, man. Yeah. But we're we going to lump everything in the one yeah, right here for you guys. We're going to lump everything in uh, on this one so you guys don't have to wait anymore. Um, we'll just do a quick rundown. We talked about Bad Bunny versus Miz. We talked about Cesaro and Seth. Um, thoughts on Strowman and Shane? Better than anticipated. If, if I could lump it into three words, better than anticipated. Because I, I, I expected it to be... Not a not a bathroom break match, but a match that was no. like, uh, just you kind of gotta force yourself to get through. But the match actually kept you entertained for the most part. Like you you didn't want to get up from it, but it wasn't anything too crazy. Yeah, but it, it was a solid match, definitely better than anticipated. So I, I can I can approve that match. Yeah, I'd imagine for the for the writers, it was an easy to script the match. Um. It was your it was your basic Shane match, but it was like it was Shane doesn't have bad matches at the end of the day. Like when you think about it, yeah, he, Shane doesn't have bad matches. They're he, predictable, yeah, but they're he, not bad. He normally doesn't, and I think that's not really a testament to his wrestling ability. I think that's no. more of a testament to the fact that he's good at being a crash test dummy. Yes. Yes. And I've never thought about it that way, but that's a perfect way to put it. Yeah, I, I Shane I, is the perfect crash test dummy wrestler. Yeah, because he can, he can take bumps, he can he can sell whether yeah, he's selling like low or selling something. high. He's taking damn amazing. That's, that's bumps. crazy to think that Shane's like close to his fifties, man. It's amazing to think that Shane's um, close to or in his fifties, and he's better than he was when he was a kid. Yeah. Even though he was having classics, yeah, no, he definitely when he was a kid. Yeah, I think that's, you know, as you get older, you get wiser. You you kind of know what to do, what not to do. You mm-hmm. know what your body can do and what it can't do. Mm-hmm. And I think Shane can still take those bumps, but he doesn't try to overdo his bumps like before when he was a kid. Absolutely, like, I think that's what it is. Like you don't see he's him... learned how to do these crazy, insane things in moderation. Yeah, like you don't see him telling somebody. All right, just throw me through the glass. Just throw yeah. me through the glass. Or you don't see him falling 40 feet as yeah. much anymore. Yeah, now we're doing 20 feet exceptionally. Yeah. Every year, like mm-hmm. once a year, once or twice. And you I think the I mean? and I and I think the bump that he took this year wasn't as bad as the one he took against Taker. No. Not at all. And it wasn't as bad yeah, as It was an easy cage fall. Even the one he took against Miz, I don't even think was that bad. I think that was about like a ten foot drop. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't too bad either. Looked great though. Yeah, which is like, also something Shane's really good yeah, at. Yeah, that's a testament to his selling ability. Yeah, yeah. Shane's amazing at um, just finding the right big spot to just sell the hell out of. I will say though, I didn't get the storyline. The storyline threw oh, me off. Oh, the storyline was terrible. In what world is Braun terrible. being bu- like? Who in their right mind is bullying Braun? Seriously, like, like let, it's and it's uh, uh, it's great that they had a match good enough to 
make you, know, you kind forget of take about away it. from that. Yeah, but the sto- we have got to get better at these storylines. Yeah, the storyline leading into it wasn't wasn't great. Like from our perspective, we can see. You know, we it's pretty much a window. We can see right through yeah. whatever's going on. We know that this is just some corny shit they piece together so that. They could get to Shane and Strowman and WrestleMania. Yeah, like, we understand when, that. When, when the, but for everyone else, like this is just terrible. Yeah, like when the premise of your storyline is stupid is as stupid does it. Yeah, we're not. We got to we got to do better. Guys. Yeah, we got to do better. I mean, we could do better than that. Yeah, that's that's pretty terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure the listeners could have wrote a better storyline. Seriously. And, like what is what is happening? But moving on, uh, New Day versus AJ and Omos. Uh, you say what you want. I I heavily enjoyed this. It, I it was a good match, but again, it was it wasn't something that was wow. Mm. And mm-hmm. at Mania, you kind of want those wow moments. There really wasn't anything wow about this match. What I'll tell you what. Um, I mean, the, even though they're PG thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were eight, that was an incredible match. Well, yeah, I mean, naturally. If, I think, any, any I think other, that's what it's for. Any other pay-per-view, that's a great match. Yeah. But yeah. at Mania, it's a good match. It's yeah, not... that's true. There's a different expectation at WrestleMania. Yeah. But, um, yeah, if you're, if you're eight, I think who I think the, the match was probably focused for, um, yeah, the, the younger crowd. It was for the younger crowd because we all knew it was going to happen. Yeah, we, we kind of figured AJ, Grand Slam champion. Just the way they threw it together. O- Omos, first match in, get the mm-hmm. title, you know, give him some credibility. So this was this was really for, like, um, all the young kids who never saw Omos in the ring but know he's a giant, so they mm-hmm. like him. This was their chance to, you know, get their parents to buy WrestleMania and uh, be like, oh, my God, he's... You know, he's huge. He's tough and you know what I mean? And I uh testament to New Day for really selling those facial expressions. Yeah. Because they they really made the match. You know what I mean? Uh uh Xavier Woods' commentary on his own moves was yeah. hilarious. Um that spot where he was like he's pushing AJ into the turnbuckle and he, he, he was like yelling out his ring IQ. He was like, we're decisively cutting, splitting the we're, ring in half. This, we're decisively <laughs> cutting the ring in half. And he's saying it in slow motion too. I was like, what an asshole. Great tag team execution. Like it was so, it was so funny. So I think that was like, you know, when you're watching the kids' movies and there's like certain things that are for the adults, mm-hmm. I feel like that's what that was. Yeah. Like, that's a kids' like match. That's the match the kids are going to be interested but in. But the adults are going to get away. Xavier laugh. made it like for the adults with all the commentary. I do want to say, and I feel like we've said this before, and if we haven't, I feel like most people have said it before. But I just want to go on the record and say, the collective unit of New Day either as a group or individually. Yeah. I feel like they're some of the most unselfish talent that the WWE has. Kofi, I totally agree. Kofi Woods, you can throw Biggie in there too, but technically Biggie's not New Day right now. But I kind of feel like they are some of the most unselfish uh superstars on the roster at the moment. Yeah, I I absolutely agree, man. They're they're so willing to um they're so willing to uh, sacrifice a, a loss here or 
um, it just they're so they're so willing to sacrifice a loss here and there. They're so willing to give the new people a chance. And um, at this point, they've solidified themselves in history. So like they're like concrete. Yeah. Like um, there's certain accolades that you could forget about, mm-hmm. but at this point, New Day has done so much. It only makes sense to give back. Yeah. That's I where mean, they, it's at now. I'm pretty sure the three of them already know if they're if the three of them stopped wrestling today, they're, they're in the Hall, Hall of, Fame. of Famers. And when Woods first came in, I'm pretty sure nobody expected him to be Hall of Fame. I certainly didn't. And I loved Consequences Creed. I loved Xavier Woods. But yeah, nowhere I, did I, I, I honestly, think he'd be one of the greatest tag team champions in history. I honestly didn't see Woods past three years. Yeah, neither did I. And, and I figured, that's no knock to Woods Yeah, at all. no, but it's I just... I just didn't think he fit. That's just the nature of the beast. You know, every now and then, you're a spoke on the wheel, and if your spoke gets broken, the wheel's going to keep on turning. They're just going to replace it, and the wheel's going to keep on spinning. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah, that's definitely a testament to Woods, a testament to Kofi and Biggie. The three of them together have done phenomenal. Which is why I knew, like, again, for the older audience... You knew as soon as uh, New Day won the belts out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and AJ challenged them afterwards. Oh, the belts are going to AJ, and they put it on New Day so that the hurt business wouldn't have taken a loss by losing the belts at WrestleMania. Yeah, that and it gives them. Uh, but new, who better? You know, what yeah. I mean? New Day is that, and that's why I said technically this reign didn't mean much for the New Day, but they were just the transitional champions but exactly. they have such a good resume that it made the title win for AJ and Omos exactly. look that much better exactly 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 they're just at the end of the day man they're just they're just uh, uh two of the utmost professionals that just know what they're doing out there mm-hmm. so it just it just makes sense that you would take the butt off of them it's a better build for Omos and I don't know that Cedric and Shelton, uh, as good as they are, would have been able to make it as entertaining as it was. Yeah. All right, so what other type of good or bad do we have on the docket? All right, so after the New Day match, we got a... Bobby and Drew, who was really the first match, surprisingly. Um, but that's only because uh shout out to shout out to uh shout out to the, the the WWE universe as they like to call it for declaring that Sasha and Bianca should have been last. So oh, yes. the Bobby Drew match, which I, I don't really have too many opinions on, um, I think it was very important to have the right person win. Yes. And that's about where I'm at on it. The match was average. Yeah, it it was an average match, but um, you just said it best. The most important thing was to have the right person win, mm-hmm. and the right person won. Yeah. So I mean, I, I know there's a lot of Drew fans out there that are gonna disagree with that, but no, the right person won. The right person won. It was his time. Mm-hmm. It is his time. We are in the almighty era right now. Absolutely. Accept it. That's what it is. And the combination of him and MVP are one of the best things going right now. M- MVP alone is one of the best things going. Exactly. MVP might have a shot at 
um, going down as one of the best managers. Yeah, definitely. The, with the run he's having right now. Because there's not a lot of managers that are on his part. Yeah, in a, in a one-year time frame, you started your own faction, got, got your main guy the world title, and got your two side guys the tag titles without having to get into the ring that much. I think he only wrestled a handful of times. Exactly. And even then, I think he was wrestling in a suit for a couple of them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, shout out to MVP, man. It's it's him and Heyman at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't know what other managers really... I, I, is, is there any other managers? Reginald's off TV. Yeah. So, I, I yeah, I don't think there's any other managers. So, I mean, yeah, shout out to MVP, man. And they're both managing champions, ironically <laughs> enough. But we don't need to bring back managers, says the WWE. Um, so... That's amazing. And then you got the main event of night one, Bianca versus Sasha. Tore the fucking house down. I mean. They, man, talk about stand and deliver. Stand, I know stand and deliver was yeah. two nights ago. But this was the NXT. But that fight, that right? was a stand and deliver moment mm-hmm. right there. They they tore it up. Mm-hmm. I know Michael Cole kind of botched that ending, but. <laughs> yeah, Michael. <laughs> what, what are we doing, Michael? Sasha kicked out. No, no, she didn't. No, she didn't, Mike. <laughs> Corey's response was great. <laughs> Sasha kicked out. No, she didn't. <laughs> he he so badly wanted it to be boss time. Um, <laughs> that, that, that's when you needed Joe to just be like, shut up, Michael. I got this. <laughs> that wouldn't have been the perfect moment for that. But um, killer match, man. Killer match. Again, the most important thing was that the right, right person, person wins. Won. And Bianca won, which she should have. She deserved it. And uh, she just might be the future. Mm-hmm. I could see it. She she def- just might is an understatement. I think she is the future. Yeah, that's big. I think everybody that is a champion right now in the women's division. Uh, can I say everybody? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I can go on record say and say everybody. everybody. I, I was thinking the tag team champs too. Yeah, but I, I can still go on record. Everybody that's a champion right now for the women is the future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that they knocked it right out of the park with that match. Bianca did great. Sasha did great. That ending was good, great until Michael Cole botched the ending. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's an important statement too. Everyone holding women's championships right now is the future. Yeah. Um, except for maybe the NXT Tag Champions. Uh, who's that, Shotzi and Ember? Yeah. Eh, I mean... I mean, Triple H really likes Shotzi Blackheart, so she might be the future, but... And and Ember Moon is, you know... Ember Moon is great. No, no knock to Ember Moon. Yeah, but, you know, their, their women's tag division isn't the greatest right now. What do they have, like three? They got The Way. Yeah, they The got... Way, Ember, Shotzi... Uh, Raquel and Dakota whenever they feel like being a tag team again. Uh, and is the Robert Stone brand a tag team still? No, because Mercedes Martinez don't fuck with him no more. Oh, uh, yeah. See, well, then, yeah. You got she, she taking that nature. Uh, do you, funny funny comment if anybody saw NXT um, this week. Um, or this week? Last week. Yeah, last week. She straight up beat whoever uh, Robert Stone got to re- replace her. <laughs> and then... Took this nigga money, <laughs> like really, like shoved him against the wall, like give me my bread. And <laughs> I love her so much. I love her. Robert Stone's like, when she comes around, I'm gonna be quiet. When she leaves, I'm gonna be talking again. <laughs> she a thug, and I love it. 
Um, but yeah, he don't really got he don't really got too many people. Yeah, but, but so, everyone else. Yeah, we we can say every champion right now. Yeah, Raquel is, Gonzalez is the, is the future. Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Nia and, and uh, Shayna might as well be um, might as well be the two man power trip. Because mm-hmm. at this point, ain't nobody stopping them. Ain't nobody stopping them. Um, yeah, there I, is one thing from night one I want to discuss that we could not. That I'm pretty sure you were gonna skip over. Hmm. That god awful tag team turmoil match. Oh, I definitely was gonna skip that. That was well, with good reason. <sighs> but that was the that was the shit of night one. Yeah, that was terrible. That that was the turd in the punch bowl. Yeah, like that was terrible. What were we doing? You had one but again. The most important thing about that match was who won, <laughs> and the right people won. But the match was no, god the right, awful. The right person, the right person won. won. Yeah, but yeah, that that match was awful. There was at least Tamina needed a WrestleMania moment. There was at least eight botches. But, there was a, there was two eight botches, two wardrobe malfunctions, and one. Three. Per, there was three. I three, think there was two. Who's the two? Um, one of them was Mandy Rose and uh, yeah, Dana Brooke. Mandy Rose yeah, and Dana Brooke had the wardrobe malfunction, and Carmella had the wardrobe malfunction. You're right. You're right. It was two. It was yeah, two. and then Mandy Rose just happened to pull a Titus O'Neil and slip. Yeah, yeah. Credit to Dana for not breaking character and turning around, though. <laughs> yeah, right. I think Dana was just too far ahead. She didn't hear her fall. <laughs> but that just fall bad. was funny, though. Just... They they could at least make something out of it. But that match was god awful. Mm-hmm. Every team had a botch. Every team had a botch. If you don't believe me, and there's go there's, back and watch it. There's a rant. About the riot squad that I'm not gonna go into. Uh, I don't. I don't want to rant. I don't want to rant on the riot squad. If we do, if we do one of those unpopular opinions, which I know is coming soon, this there's a lot of opinions, dude. I I have so much <laughs> I want to get off my chest. <sighs> but yes, uh, the tag team turmoil match was absolutely terrible. Yes, and and one of the people that were in the tag team turmoil match. Just so happened to not be here anymore as we were in the midst of oh, filming this. Oh, yeah, that's a rant, too. We're, oh, we're going so to discuss that later on. We're yes. going to discuss that later on. So hard to hold these until the actual news. Um, real quick, let's run down the WrestleMania Night 2. Uh, Bray and Randy. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that's all I got to say. That was shit. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that was shit. But if you go back, I said this shit was dead in the water. <laughs> I said it. I said it. I said it was dead. Who wrote this? Oh I, my I, god! I want to know who put this match together. Who the hell wrote this? Oh my god! Who is responsible? Is it talent relations? Is it creative? Is it Vince? They haven't even tried to explain it. No, like, they they didn't. They they didn't explain like, it. Do they have beef now? No, she's just not my friend anymore. And she has a puppet now. She's the female me. <laughs> like. Uh, <laughs> His story, his story is Randy her. Randy addresses none of it. Yeah, his, like. his story is now her story, and her story is just as bad as his story, and this is what not the good. Fuck? I I no longer oh care for the God. fiend. I no longer care what for Alexa happening? Bliss. I Ray no longer ask for your release, bro. Follow ask for your release. Follow your brother's footsteps, but as we will get into that later. As soon as you found out your brother was fired, you should have quit. You should have asked for your release. Why am I here? What am I doing? Y'all don't pay me enough. What the hell am I doing here? Oh my God. 
I'm just gonna be oh singing this whole pot, man. Every time something happens, I'm gonna be the whack McFoley by the end of this shit. You know, every time something happens that's bullshit like this, I'm gonna sing. What the hell am I doing here? But I, I said this shit was dead in the water, man. And I said he never wins at WrestleMania unless he's in his own universe as the ref. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, Fiend, so leave. terrible. So terrible. Randy, congratulations. You got another Mania win, but this Ray, is a Mania go to win AEW. nobody cared about. Go to AEW. Be the leader of the Dark Order. Let, let's just move on from this match before we get even more God. mad about the match. Okay, Owens versus Sammy. Not their greatest match, not their worst match. Same. The best part of the match for me was the end when Logan got stunned. And I'm fine with Kevin Owens just being the stunner guy now. Well, yeah, because he, he, basically he did what I'm pretty sure a vast majority of Americans wanted to do, and that's stunner one of the Paul brothers. Um, and it felt like a Stone Cold moment. It did, but I will... Where you were just waiting for it. Like, I can go on the record that. and say that I think he stunned the wrong brother. <laughs> <laughs> you think he should have stunned the other brother? Yes, uh, the, 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 the dumb one. They're both dumb, but you know, yeah, they're both one, one's Tweedledee, one's Tweedledum. He just happened to stunner Tweedledee. And Tweedledum is still doing his thing. Biggie versus Cruz. What the I'm fuck? I'm trying not to rant. What so. the fuck? That, that's another what the fuck moment for me. What the hell am I doing? Oh, oh my God. I'm trying not to rant. So, I mean, it was bad. Why, why Dabakato? I disagree. Why Dabakato? Like he's not even he he doesn't look Nigerian he doesn't sound Nigerian he doesn't fit the mold of anything with Apollo Cruz. Dabakato at this point looks like a Dominican barber. He looks like he owns a corner store and will make you a platter of food for four fifty. Hey, mira, papi, I get you cheesesteak platter, some French fry, and the soda for four fifty. Four fifty, okay? What you want? Oh, God. He like he owned a corner store and got a cat that just be sitting on a loaf of bread in the corner store. <laughs> I, I don't... What's going on, Vince? Vince, you, we need to talk. You brought Dabakato in for the talk. wrong match. He should have been there for the Strowman match. He should have been there night one for the Braun Strowman match. He should have ripped the damn cage open, went in there, fought Strowman, and that's how you set up a feud between them two. And tell me... And then it gives Braun some direction. Got yeah, because then you still can, doing nothing. Because right then now. you can kind of do the irresistible force meets the immovable object kind of thing. The two why big we, guys just smacking into each other. Why are we writing this? And let me get this straight, Vince. Like, let's sit down and talk about this. Like, are you telling me you have Paul Heyman endorse Big E and saying he could be the biggest thing in this company, and then you put a title on him? Have him beat the guy that's been, I mean, bringing down the title for how many months that never gets over. You turn that guy heel after losing twice and have him win by bringing in somebody that has nothing to do with any of it and doesn't even look Nigerian? I I know I said. So you're going with the failure guy again? I said a couple weeks back. We can bring old Yeller back inside. I'm backing off of that statement. We are taking old Yeller back outside. And we got to put old Yeller down. And then why would you use 
Dabagato to enhance Apollo Crews? Or why would you use Apollo Crews to enhance Dabagato? At this point, since you have nothing for Retribution and you broke up Retribution, you could have taken that mask off of Dio Madden and used Dio Madden for you that spot. You could have used Dio Madden? That, that would have been better for Dio Madden. I mean, either way, it's dead in the water because the belt's back on Apollo Crews, but come on. This was the dirt ring in the bathtub oh, for me. Oh, my God. This was a dirt ring in the bathtub moment. Moving on. We're trying not to rant here. Um, Riddle versus Sheamus. Hard, hard, hard-hitting ass match. They they took it. Yeah, they, they gave it to each other, Ooh. man. That they match. Were, they be- weren't playing around. That match was better than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. That was probably um, for night two. Can we say that was the second best match of the night? Yes. Absolutely, I agree. Trying second best match of the night. They brought it. I'm trying to think. Well, they we got brought two. it. Yeah, that was the second best match of the night. I had to think. There was two matches I was thinking of. Yeah, that's the second they best match it. of the night. And that bro kick at the end. Ooh, that shit was rough. They brought that shit. And I said that too. Uh, I said the that. Right I said, Damn, person that won. Wasn't as good as the Adam Cole super kick on Ricochet, but no, but it was damn near close. It was it was way more brutal. Ooh, vicious. <laughs> close vicious. up, close up on Riddle. He got his lip busted. Mm-hmm. I think that was payback for the Timothy Thatcher thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> remember, didn't he do that to Thatcher? He busted Thatcher's uh, lip and knocked mm-hmm. his tooth out. Mm-hmm. Riddle, oh. Riddle better hope he ain't lose a tooth. Vicious, vicious match. Sheamus was right to win that, John. He needed that win. He deserved that win. And Riddle did very much credit to Riddle. He fucking brought it. Yeah, for his first WrestleMania, he did great. And, and I, I mean, he's a comic character too, but he brings it yeah. in that ring. I do want to say, since we're talking about Riddle, one thing I did like about Night 2 of Mania, mm. they gave him and RVD that quick segment, and they yes. let RVD promote his rolling papers. Yes. That was beautiful. That was great. He's like my signature RVD rolling papers. I did a double take. I was like, <laughs> row, row. I'm glad they're embracing the fact that they get high. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, who knows? Not to influence getting high, even though Dan- we're recording this on 420. I mean, oh yeah, see, well, <laughs> Dana but- White once said when Matt Riddle was in the UFC, that dummy's not gonna get a job. Where in the real world can you get a job and smoke weed? The WWE. <laughs> the WWE. Vince is getting a lot more lenient, apparently. And there is no better high than being out there with the people RVD would know. That he would. Um, but that was fun. They brought it. Second best match of the night. Um, Oscar versus Rhea. Um, as much as I want to say that match was great, it wasn't great. It was average. Yeah. It was average. Which I, is fine. I expected better, though. <laughs> Because you know how technical Asuka is. Mm-hmm. And I think Rhea Ripley is one of the better in-ring women workers. Yeah, that could have been a classic uh, strong style versus technical wrestling. Yeah, that match was... I, I think that match was more strong style strong style centric. Mm-hmm. And it felt slow at times. Yeah. They had they had a real... I mean, Was that the first time they'd been in the ring with each other? I believe it is. Asuka was long gone by the time Rhea Ripley hit her stride. And when she did hit her stride, she was first in NXT UK, so... Yeah, so... It, yeah, I think that was the first time they actually clashed in the ring. Yeah, because, yeah, Shayna, Shayna took the title from Kyrie Sane after Kyrie Sane got it from Asuka. And 
Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So Oscar was already long gone. Yeah. So I mean, it could be better. Yeah, it, it, be better. it definitely could have been better. That's why I was thinking was that the second best match of the night, but it wasn't. No, but it was fine. It was yeah, fine. It, was it was average. Okay, man. Right person won. Whatever. Yes, absolutely. Uh, main event: Daniel Bryan versus Edge versus Roman. Badass. Yeah. Badass. Yeah. No, no other words. We are in the era, not not just the almighty era, but we are in an era where you have to officially acknowledge Roman as... Acknowledge him. The tribal chief, the head of the table. He's a man, yo. Like, he, he, he's not even the big dog no more. He's just... He's just... He's, he's Roman. He is the, the reigning, defending WWE champion. He's got the Midas touch, apparently, man. He's the man with the golden hand. It's beautiful. Just, it's, I love it. This is the Roman we've like, wanted. This is the Roman that we uh, needed. This is great. It this is fantastic. Roman is inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, it's been a long, long time since we've had a champion that we just have no complaints about. Yeah, and the, and the crazy thing is... I don't see him losing the title anytime soon. Ever. Like, <laughs> like And I'm okay with that. I'm so okay with that. I did not think I would ever say I'm okay with could, Roman being the I champion. I could do this Roman for another year. I could like, do this Roman like, for about another two. Like, like I never thought I would get tired of perfect. I never thought I would say Roman can be the champ as long as he wants. Roman can be the damn champ as long as, as he wants. As long as he wants, man. Whoever had the idea for this, oh, top notch. This is genius. Vince, if this was you. This is fantastic. You need more ideas like that. And if this wasn't you and this was somebody on your creative, you need them to have more ideas like this. Like This is pure gold. Roman has not messed up. I so, bad, I so badly want to say this was Paul's idea, and I so hope this was Paul's I idea. I hope it was Paul's idea. Because I don't see anybody else coming up with this idea. This, is, this has been genius. I mean, the work Roman Reigns has done since he came back with, with fixed teeth and Paul Heyman by his side you, has been the best work Ever. You know it's good when he made me care about Adam Pierce getting a title match. <laughs> like, I hate when managers come back, and, or Matt, not managers, uh, yeah, GMs come back to fight. And You know what? And we kind of wanted to see Scrap Daddy Adam Pierce get in we there. We did. We made a whole up. episode titled Scrap, Scrap Daddy. Daddy Adam Pierce. Um, and you know what, man? Above making Adam Pierce uh, uh, have a title match... Jay Uso became a main eventer. Main event, which Jay I Uso. never thought was gonna happen. Yeah, no, I would have seen Jimmy as the main event before Jay. But Jay Uso has solidified himself, and not don't don't overlook. He won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal this year as well on SmackDown. Yeah, he's a legit main eventer. I'm not gonna lie. The only thing that surprised me in this match. Was that Jimmy didn't come back? But I guess that's more for the fact that he's not healthy yet. Yeah, I guess not, man. Because that would have been a great. Clear. That would have been a hell of a time to bring. That's what back. I was waiting for. Mm-hmm. That's how I thought he was gonna get away with that belt, but it turns out just a little bit from Jay. Just the reigning, defending, 
man with the golden hand just raining down terror on everybody. I'm for it. He's perfect. Take, I just, <laughs> take his ass to next just, Mania as the champion. And I kept saying, you know, Rock needs to come in and whatever, but I don't Shit. know that I'm ready for Roman to lose to Rock yet. No, As a matter of fact, point, I don't think I would book Roman to lose to Rock. I don't think so either. I would have I Roman... I think I would have Rock put him over. Jesus, bro. What a... He's become that good? Where are we at right now? Like... I never thought I would hear either of us yeah, say that. Like a year or two ago, this was not a possibility. Six months ago, this wasn't a possibility. But Roman Reigns has proved himself to be the star of WWE. Slow clap for Roman Reigns. Man. He is the chief, the tribal chief. My tribal chief. He's the head of the table. Man. Yeah, he's the head of the table. Acknowledge him. Get in line or get stepped on. Acknowledge him. That's all I got to say. All right. Uh, AW news. Uh, yeah, jump right into that. Um, do I even have anything? There hasn't. Well, Mike Tyson came back uh, to join the inner circle. Okay, that's not. Uh, Which is cool. Yeah, that. Yeah, that. That's like Ant for me. Um, Darby fought Matt, which was pretty great. Mm-hmm. They brought the house down, but there's the two. Hardcore professionals. Yeah, I mean... And the things you can do when you're in there with Matt Hardy, with a guy that knows what he's doing in a hardcore match. Mm -hmm. Because I remember around the time we started this pod, every week we would have a new complaint about the way... um, The way... uh, uh, Who's the the inner circle guy? Uh, Sammy Guevara. Guevara. The way that Sammy Guevara was handling his Matt Hardy matches. Um, But... Darby, professional hardcore star, has been killing it with Matt Hardy. Um, so they tore the house down. I'm very happy with that. Um, uh, like I said, they have another announcement coming. Who knows what that's going to be? Hopefully, it's a New Japan thing, or them introducing um, uh, the NWA champ Nick uh, Nick Aldis back into the fold of AEW. But um, the biggest thing that I thought is corny is... <laughs> My bad, I get distracted when I smell food. Is uh, Will Hobbs is fighting Christian this week. I'm going back to smelling the food, man. I don't, I don't, I don't care for <laughs> Will Hobbs. Didn't I tell you this? Didn't I tell you Will Hobbs was a but joke? But you can't take me seriously He's when I talk joke. about Will Hobbs. He's a joke, man. There's certain Who things, is this guy? There's like, certain things you can't take seriously when I talk, and that's point, one of the things you can't might take as well, seriously. He might as well be Apollo Cruz's brother. Yeah, he might because as well be Because he's just Apollo as irrelevant. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't care for it. No, you, you want to talk about irrelevant, man. Certain... Uh, Certain ex-boyfriends popping up on AEW oh is irrelevant. Oh my god, we never talked about that. So, <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, there's not much AEW news happening aside from Mike Tyson and them finding shit it, for Christian to do. Yeah, at this point, but, it's just us cracking jokes on him. Uh, yeah, and um, my boy MJF getting his own group. Yeah. The Pinnacle, mm-hmm. and, you know, all that good jazz. But, oh my god. <laughs> QT Marshall starting his own nightmare faction called the... What the fuck are they calling them? 
the company or the, the, the whatever corny name he has for them. The forgotten ones. <laughs> some, the irrelevant. Some corny ass name. Everyone has a faction now, but they're giving QT Marshall a faction. Um, I also found a funny joke on um, on Instagram. Not to digress, but um, that QT Marshall looks like a. Uh, one of the guys from the Grown Ups. Oh, God. <laughs> Why would you say that? And after I saw it, now I can't unsee it. Why would you say he that? He looks just like him. Oh, man. I'm not going to get that out I'm of my gonna head I'm going to post now. it. We're going to post it on the story after it went on uh, Wednesday when this comes out. Oh, man. Because I, I, I found it, and I thought it was the f- most hilarious God thing in the it, fucking QT world. Marshall. Because after I, after, I, after I saw both of their faces next to each other, I'm like, oh, my God, that's him. It's like it lost a bunch of weight. And <laughs> it started wrestling. Oh, God, Kevin James. Yes, he looks like oh, Kevin James. King of Queens. <laughs> I didn't, like even look up, I didn't even look up Grown Ups. I just looked up QT Marshall and flipped through a couple pictures, and I'm like, oh, God, he does look he like, Kevin, like James Kevin James on quick glance. Oh, my God. So, um, yeah, he has a group with Lesse Rios, um, Bailey's uh, ex-boyfriend. I'm about, I'm about to go to AEW right now and defend Bailey's honor. But my funny is I laugh every time I see him now. Because, he, because when they made the group... His promo, when he looked to him, was he's not going to be just somebody's boyfriend. But that's who he is. You know what? (laughs) He's just somebody's boyfriend. And and they're not even together no more. So you know what? Oh, my God. He want to bring up stuff like that. Matter of fact, I'm throwing the gauntlet down right now. Somebody somebody from WWE, pass this to your higher-ups. Tell them, come bring me in. And if you guys want to book an AEW-WWE angle, let's do a tag team match. Lesse Rios and his boy Ricky Starks versus Dangerous Duke and Finn Balor. We're going to be there on Bailey's behalf and defend Bailey. <laughs> Bailey's best friend and Bailey's new man versus the ex and oh, shit. and the, the the whatever the other guy is, the, the best Kevin friend. James. No. <laughs> well, yeah, throw, throw him in too. We're going to bring you in and make this, a, make this a six-man tag. Stevie can come in too. Stevie's oh, just going to be the muscle. I'm going to just be the guy that jumps off of everything. Right. I'll be the Matt Hardy. Oh my God, let's say reals. If you're gonna be the Matt Hardy, you're gonna be big money. And his money hair Matt. still died. You're gonna be big money, I'm Matt, big and, big ba- money. and back the team uh, with some money. Mm-mm-mm. Man, what is what is the world coming to? Let's say reals in AEW, still trying to keep himself relevant, oh, even though boy. he's not Bailey's boyfriend. Now he's just gonna acknowledge that he's Bailey's ex. This is terrible. This is terrible. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. That's all the AEW news I got because I don't know. The Pinnacle is great. Darby's having good matches. The Inner Circle's always the Inner Circle. I'm waiting for something good to pop up for Christian. I know um, there's one one more thing I want to discuss from AEW. Yeah. Uh, recently, Jericho did a promo on the Pinnacle and on MJF. And he tore MJF a whole new asshole. Mm. Like, if you guys can go... This was probably about a week or two back. So, if you guys can, just go to YouTube, type up Chris Jericho, MJF promo, or shoot or whatever. And he ripped right into him on AEW. And I'm not going to lie. I had to watch it at 2 in the morning. Mm -hmm. 
and I got a huge laugh at two in the morning, like like a like a cackle. He ripped him up. He ripped him a whole new asshole, and that promo was great. It was probably one of the better promos he's done in the last couple years. So if you guys haven't seen it, definitely go check that out. Well, you know what? It, it's it, well, Craig, Jericho's always been a fantastic talker. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, he's at the beginning of our fucking intro. Yeah, for um, real. But it's it's a good credit to MJF too because I think they bounce really well off of each other. Mm-hmm. And I've always said MJF is uh, one of the best bad guys in the business today. Yeah, um, without a doubt. Him and Roman at this point. Yeah. But the two different kinds of bad guys, but MJF is is, is up there. Um, so I think they're going to, by the end of this, whatever the conclusion of this ends up being, is going to be pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that, I mean, let's let's get to the WWE shit, man. Um, I got a rant. I I have a rant right now. Um, if you guys have been living under a rock, you, if you've been living under a rock, if you've been staring at the stars, I don't know what it is, but WWE has recently released a plethora of superstars. Mm -hmm. Some of which, a couple of which were, you know, releases that needed to happen, but Majority of them are complete shit. So I'm not going. I'm not going to do a whole long rant. I'm just gonna just gonna discuss a couple quick ones. Um, the iconics. You break up the iconics. You put them with other people. It doesn't work with other people. You let the one be a single star. You let, and then you try to take the other one and. Find her a tag team partner. Mm-hmm. You find her a tag team partner in Carmella. You put one of them on Mania. The other one you leave off of Mania only to fire the both of them three days later because you have nothing for them creatively knowing your women's tag team division is shit right now. I, I'm sorry, it's budget cuts. Well, they cut the wrong people. Yeah. They, they, every person they cut, I can defend almost every single person that they cut. There's maybe two people I can't defend because they needed to go. Um, uh, yeah, two people. Next up, Tucker. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people might say, oh, Tucker wasn't doing anything. Tucker needed to go. They've ruined Tucker the minute that they canceled um, the heavy machinery. A tag team that works. We're going to break them up, put the more successful one. With Chad Gable. What sense does that make? Who's only more successful because y'all put him with Mandy Rose who and then broke them up for no reason. Exactly. So what sense does that make? You put him with a superstar that he has no type of connection with whatsoever. Only to fire his former tag team partner because you have nothing for him creatively. When they were already in an entertaining tag team. And what makes it worse is y'all paired him with somebody who needed to be released anyway. Exactly. Gable was somebody who should have been fired last year with the budget cuts. Chelsea Green. Charlotte's protege. Mm-hmm. 
You fire her husband last year. Three weeks after you fire her husband, you ask if we can use your pool <laughs> to film a segment between Otis and Mandy. You have her on TV once in that time frame, maybe two times at the most. Then you keep her off of TV only to fire her after Mania. You could have done so much with her. You could have put her in NXT. You could have put her on the main roster and put her in a tag team with, I don't know, the other iconic that you took out of a tag team. Her and Peyton Royce would have been an okay tag team. Yeah, exceptionally. And what do you do? You fire her too. Mojo Rowley, I can't defend. You you oh, had yeah, to go. He needed to go. He needed to go. Wesley Blake, I can't defend. They forgot you a long time ago with the Forgotten Sons. You had to go. Yeah. You, Shit, they forgot you before the Forgotten Sons and tried to make you memorable with the Forgotten Sons and forgot you again. Pretty much. You needed to go. Yeah, you had to go. Kalisto, some people can say he needed to go. But you had a tag team with the Lucha House Party. You took him out of the Lucha House Party, the team that made the most sense in the world, only to fire him because you have nothing for him. You had him in a tag team. You had him in a three-man tag team. What's the point? You didn't need to fire him. Uh, what else we got? Mickey James. The Easily right now, on the looking at the WWE's women roster, the most decorated, or mm-hmm. second most maybe, the second most decorated female superstar they had next to Charlotte Flair. Underutilized, unappreciated. Way underutilized, underappreciated. You could have put her on TV to elevate so many people. You could have used her to elevate Peyton Royce. And just to put this in perspective, um, you got people like, uh, you got people like um, Melina on NWA. Mm-hmm. Still relevant. You got people. Um, shoot, Vicky Guerrero can still find something to do. Yeah, jazz is an impact. Mm-hmm. These kind of women um, are there for a reason, and what they're are doing still they're still able to elevate talent. Exactly, still able to be held to way higher regard mm-hmm. than you're putting Mickey James at, and you release Mickey James. Why? You could not to her. mention her husband is the NWA uh, champion. You, she can easily go to NWA and be way more relevant than yeah. you guys have made her. And you could have used her to elevate any one of those female talents that you released. Exactly. And 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 to a better point, you could have did her the same way Impact has done Jazz. You could have held her to the same regard she's she's been at. Mm-hmm. You could have helped her elevate one talent in particular. And retired there. You didn't even have her retire. You had her have a, a potential last championship match. Mm-hmm. And you then, used, honestly, you could have used her. You broke up the iconics. Okay. Chelsea Green, Peyton Royce, boom. Mickey James, tutoring Billy Kay. Not the, gra- not, not the greatest sounding idea in the world, but it could have worked. Had they done it from the jump instead of doing comedy Billy Kay. Yeah. Like, they could have did comedy Billy Kay, but then, you know, like, Billy Kay's down on her luck. Nobody wants to be her tag team partner. Right. You you got Mickey in the back, like, here, come on, let me teach you a few things. Mm-hmm. Manager for a little bit, like, you know, for about a month, month and a half. Then they start tag teaming a little bit. Boom, you can actually use this to 
potentially build to a women's tag team title match mm-hmm. and the teacher and the student pull the upset and knock off the two-man power trip. It I would have dug that. I feel like they could have did that and it kind of would have been like, I hate to use this type of analogy, but William Regal and Eugene. Mm. Okay. Like yeah. it, it could have worked no, like that. Dynamic. Like like how William Regal was trying mm. to teach young Eugene the ways and stuff like that. Billy could have still been the silly character and Mickey James is like the hard ass teacher. Come mm. on, no, this is what you gotta do. Let's go. So you could have did that. And last, certainly not least, probably the most important, mm-hmm. Samoa Joe. What the fuck were you thinking? What the hell am oh I doing God. here at this point? Like, the best commentator you have. Easily, the best commentator you have. You can quote me on that. You can at me. You can DM me. He was the best commentator they had. He was better than Graves. He was better than Saxton. He was better than Tom Phillips. Michael Cole, eh. Michael Cole botches a little bit sometimes, but Joe is, Joe had those Taz vibes. Mm-hmm. Was, and y'all didn't do too great with Taz anyway. Yeah. I, I would say they did better with Joe than they did. Uh, Joe wasn't on commentary long enough. But in his short time frame, they did okay with Joe on commentary. Better than they did Taz. But the be- one of the better workers you have right now. You fired him for what? To bring in a moron. I don't even want to call him a moron because, you know, it's only been a week. But to bring in a no-name guy from ESPN... Nobody's ever heard of. You see him on commentary. He looks like he doesn't belong there. Never in my life did I would I say that. Um, what's this guy's name? Byron Saxton mm-hmm. is not the worst commentator. He is no longer the worst commentator. After two weeks, this guy's matter of fact. After the first twenty minutes, this guy's already the worst commentator. I heard him talk for twenty minutes. I shut off my TV. <laughs> I I'm not even lying. 20 minutes in the Raw, hearing him talk, I shut my TV off. He looked like he didn't belong there. I turned it back on at about like 10, 20. And it sounded like Corey Graves and Byron were carrying him the entire night. This past week, it sounded like Corey Graves was carrying him again. I mean, what what are we doing? What are we doing? Like, I mean... it. it who there's not a person since these releases happened that hasn't pointed out how much of a loss it is to let go of Samoa Joe. This is probably gonna be their biggest loss that they've had in the last five years. And it it doesn't help that the only successful impact person you've had is AJ Styles. I'm pretty sure out of everybody from Impact that's come over on the main roster and been on the main roster, the two that everybody would want to keep is Samoa Joe. Samoa, Samoa Joe, Joe and AJ. AJ. Nobody. And you, it doesn't make any sense to me. because You, you show me one person that wanted Samoa Joe to be gone. It, it, does, it doesn't make sense to me. Because you think about the fact that they had four... And I'll go, it, they had more. Five. I'll say that. Even though four of them are main eventers. Mm-hmm. You had five um, impact 
TNA uh, main eventers. Really four, but I'll give Xavier Woods the count because now he's solidified in tag team history. You had four of the biggest names in TNA history. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles, Bobby Roode, Samoa Joe, and Eric Young. And you've only been able to make one of them relevant. relevant. And that's because he was so relevant, you could not have ruined him. Mm-hmm. But Samoa Joe is atop that list as well. Honestly, Samoa Joe He's solidified as a legend. Yeah, he, he should have been relevant to a the legend point where you can't ROH, mess him up. He, and you booked him so well that you could have made him champion. You could have made him as relevant as AJ Styles. You booked him well as a talent, but you shit the bed booking him as a and, commentator that you've had to fire him. And we're talking about a guy that they initially told was just going to be elevating talent. And I think that's the issue. You brought AJ in, not in NXT, straight to the main roster with over-the-top expectations, and he knocked all of them out of the park. Mm-hmm. The fact that y'all told Samoa Joe he was going to be an enhancement talent when he got there, the fact that he even made it as far as he made it should have told you, hey, this guy is a lot more than y'all giving him credit for he should be on the same level as AJ. And if the AJ Samoa Joe feud didn't tell you that already, mm-hmm. this guy could have been one of the guys to hold the house. Just like AJ was. He was just as good, he was just as capable, and he was just as dominant, if not more. You swing, you swung and you missed. You didn't even I mean, swing, you hell? just sat there and exactly. you let strike one, two, and three. You come ruined it yourself. You like, didn't even let him. Booking like, him as a talent, you did okay. You didn't do great, you did okay. You did okay, though. Then you put him on commentary because he was injured. Okay, great. All right, he's healthy now. Let's bring him back. Let's bring him back. What, you left him on the commentary table for another four months. I mean, this is a guy that makes a fight with Brock Lesnar look intimidating. Yeah, like you you had him. He this was, is a guy that can fight Braun Strowman and look intimidating. Mm-hmm. You, and Triple H booked him perfectly. Two-time NXT World Champion made the made uh he was the made first the right? demon he he was I think he the was first the, two times mm-hmm. and he made the demon look yeah he yeah I mean he's the first person to make the demon look like oh. look soft yeah you didn't beat Joe in matches you survived basically y'all booked him right y'all just didn't book him as a champ I don't get it it's so easy to have Samoa Joe. I, it's just it's just too easy. At this point, it's too easy, and is and with all the people that have been too easy to make top stars, mm-hmm. it's it's disgusting. They try to release him. Everybody, past and present, I'm pretty sure is scratching their head at the Samoa Joe firing. Even like we have friends that don't watch wrestling, but they. They keep up with it here and there because, you know, they know we like it. And they know we do this podcast and talk to you guys about it. Right. And even they scratch their head when they seen the releases and they seen the pictures. And they're like, wait, they let him go? Why they let him go? Like, even people who don't religiously follow it like we do, know he was pretty good. Why'd they let him go? What the hell? That's your sign right there. So now you let go one of your best people. For for stupid reasons. Stupid reasons. So this is my 
that was my rant. I basically defended almost everybody that got cut. I'm pretty sure everybody that I defended that got cut, I did a damn good job on it. Mm-hmm. Um, Mojo, you had to go long ago. Yeah. Didn't mean to rhyme, but, you know, it was that time. And who was the other Wesley one? Wesley had to go. Wesley, yeah. See, I was going to say, who was the other one I couldn't defend? Even though, honestly, <laughs> and this is a funny part, too. Wesley Blake, um, not too many people know this, but way, way back, way back, um, if you were a long-time NXT fan, mm-hmm. Wesley Blake used to team with a guy by the name of Buddy Murphy. Oh, well, yes, yeah. Who I, was led I forgot by, about that. Who was led by a manager named Alexa Bliss, and all of them are pretty much in the shit now. <laughs> well, see, right there. Buddy I'll, Murphy should have asked for his release, too. Right there, I'll defend Wesley Blake. You got nothing for Buddy right now. Buddy's like bobbing and weaving in the water. Y'all could have put him back with put Wesley Blake. Put him back Blake. with Wesley Blake. There you go. You don't got to put Alexa with him. Just no. put him back with Wesley Blake. Make the Even though Alexa's not doing great now either after yeah. you totally so, so shit just, the bed on the WrestleMania thing. But whatever. Just put him back together. There you go. So defend Wesley you Blake. You could have your tag team division. Right there. Boom. Mojo was the only one who had to go. There's other people on the roster right now that I I would have cut for budget budget cut reasons. Before, not so Mojo. Before half of these people. Yeah. Like honestly, Chad, Chad Angel would, Garza. I'd have cut Angel Garza. Um, honestly, y'all, y'all totally didn't do anything with him. Honestly, when, Umberto, when's the last time you seen him, Berto Carrillo? Aside from last night. Aside from last night. <laughs> aside from, but what was he doing last night? He got his ass whooped by Sheamus. Exactly. He could have went. <laughs> Berto Carrillo. Um, but you know what I think it is? I think they just don't want to let go of the Garza people, the family. Because they're both related. and. Um, oh, okay. Well, all right. You can keep them. They're keeping them for legacy reasons. Okay. You and can... because Fox wants to be diverse. Okay, you can keep them. Ricochet. What are you doing with them? Yeah. Honestly, Ricochet's a great talent. But, uh, it would suck to see him go, but... Nah, let him go, bro. Let him go. Let him go, bro. Let him go. Bo and Dallas. You know they probably made him sign that five-year deal for to that keep reason. him from leaving. Yeah, for that reason. Like, so it, that they can contractually keep him from going anywhere else. There's there's plenty of people I would have cut beforehand. Alistair? Alistair I would have cut, unfortunately. Because um, y'all not doing nothing who, with him. Who's that other guy from Retribution? Um, Not Mace, not... um The dude that used to be from The Mighty. Yeah, yeah, the, the short the one. The TM61, uh, Shane Thorne. Yeah, Shane Thorne. I would have cut Shane Thorne. And um, I like Shane Thorne, but y'all not doing that with Shane Yeah, Thorne. He, he's been gone for a minute now, so you might as well just let him go. Let him fly the coop. Um, And if you had to cut a commentator, cut Saxton. Yeah, dude, come on. Like, Saxon's not terrible, but he's he's not good. I would, Honestly, y'all could have downsized and just had two people on commentary. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this three-man dynamic is. We've talked about this. Yeah, we, we we discussed it. You got three people, you got more people, yet you still can't get your fucking commentary right. But that that's that's the rant right there. Uh, before I go on any farther and, you know, piss off more people, that's, that's my rant on the releases. And to the people who got released... You know how they say, we wish you the best on your future endeavors. I really hope every single person that got released knocks it out of the damn park on this one. Mm-hmm. I hope the Iconics, wherever they go, I hope they do phenomenal. Joe, I don't even got to say it. I know Joe is going to be fucking he great. going to be straight. Wherever he goes. He's going to be straight. Uh, honestly, Mickey James, wherever she goes, she's going to be great. As crazy as this may sound, I hope wherever Bo Dallas goes. What, what, I hope... What... 
if he wants to retire, because I know sometimes they've talked about it, he's, start, he's starting his own real estate thing. Mm-hmm. If he retires, okay, I hope he does great in real estate. But if he does wrestle again, I hope wherever he goes, he's great. Chelsea Green, I hope you go to AEW and you tear it up with your man. Yeah. Bo, do your real estate thing for a few years and then go to AEW. Yeah. Like and I say this only because you got to think about where you're going to be accepted. WWE clearly doesn't know what they're doing with you. Yeah. But you think about it this way. Two of the greatest places that honor legacies is NWA and AEW. Yeah. Trevor Murdoch, who's not super high on the list, but he's a legacy. Mm-hmm. He's over there fighting Nick Aldis for the NWA World yeah. Championship. And on the other side of Legacies, um, you know, Melina's over there. Um, on AEW, the Guns are over there. Pillman Jr.'s over there. Mm-hmm. Cody. Like, Legacies are held to a high regard yeah. in AEW. Because so, do it, your it, thing. It's all because it, it's all... You know, it, it's history. You got to remember exactly. your history. You, you got to look back at the past to see where you're going. And when you think about a company, when you think about Tony Khan, who's a real fan of the business, mm-hmm. if there's anywhere legacies are going to be protected for who they are, it's going to be AEW. Yeah. So do your real estate thing, get your money right, take your time, and then when you're ready to come back, go to AEW. Yeah, honestly, if he does his real estate thing and goes back to wrestling and goes to AEW, your dad was IRS. You can do a real estate gimmick. Or you can do your shit. Yeah, make some money. Yeah. Join Big Money Matt. Yeah, Join see? the money family. Because then you got a great mentor and you already got a gimmick based off who you are. Mm-hmm. And who your dad is. You made. Yeah. So. I mean, it's too it's too easy to write some of these things. But, I mean, that's what I would do. Um, and shit, if you take a long enough time to come back. Your brother might be over there already. Yeah, so y'all because can do, y'all can do something. They are doing together. shit with Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. And at this point, with the quality of uh with the quality of mind and character creation he has, mm-hmm. Tony Khan will sign him in seconds. Oh, I think Tony Khan is gonna be barking down the fucking door of a couple. I wouldn't of these. I wouldn't be surprised if he's already calling him. I, I could see Tony Khan knocking on the doors of about five of the people that got cut. Because I know he's very, I know he's very like um, picky about who he wants in the business. But with the second show coming up, and you seeing the way certain talent are treated over there, I'd be getting Samoa Joe. I'd be getting. uh, I'd be getting. I'd be getting Chelsea. Um, I'd go for the Iconics. mm Mm-hmm. And and I'd be calling Bray Wyatt for whenever he gets out of his contract. I, I would call Bo. I would call Bo to bring him in. And shit, I would call Bo too. Because if anything, you can bring them both in together. Is there not many... I'm trying to think. Is there many big people in AEW right now? And you still need a new leader of the Dark Order, even though I I have no idea why they haven't gone with Hangman Page yet. But yeah. if anything, call Bryce, even when he's getting out of his contract, and be like, hey, you want to be the new leader of Dark Order? I mean, at this point, yeah, I, I would because your mind is amazing. At this point, it's not, and it just makes sense. Idea. It's not a bad idea to take WWE sloppy seconds for this thing. But yeah, if you couldn't get Bray and you don't want to go the Hangman Page route, I would go uh, Eric Redbeard. Eric Redbeard, oh Rowan. yeah, I, I, yep. I would go Rowan. Yep, M- makes. I'm surprised sense. he's not over there already. Yeah, but, but you know it is what it is. We digress. Um, I believe that's pretty much 
everything we had on this one. Uh, you got anything else you want to say? Um, anything uh, specific happened on Smite? No. No. Um, no, they're pretty much continuing all these storylines. What is WrestleMania backlash? Why are we doing this? What is this? What is this? Um, what is this? Like, wh- We're going to get a rematch of every match that happened at Mania. <laughs> Can I just take a second to say, Vince, WrestleMania backlash is stupid. And the fact that you're calling it WrestleMania backlash is fucking stupid. You know why we call it backlash? Because it's always been after WrestleMania. We know it's WrestleMania's backlash. Why would you call it WrestleMania back? Do you think we're stupid? Like, like, what is this? Is this because you don't know how to end storylines? What the fuck is going on, Vince? To quote Deadpool in the movie Deadpool 2. God, that's lazy writing. It's like a hat on a hat. Like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> like, we, he said that's a hat. What on are a we hat. doing here? Like, you don't know how to just leave shit where it is, so you're gonna have another WrestleMania. You can and pay. call it WrestleMania Backlash. Like, we don't already know Backlash is the first pay per view after WrestleMania. Always has been, except for those years where you called it Extreme Rules because you were biting ECW. Backlash has always been after WrestleMania. Well, not stupid, Vince. Well, you know this is where all the storylines you forgot to finish are going to end at. You don't have to call it WrestleMania Backlash. And some of these storylines were dead in the water. Why don't you just leave them all like you left the Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt one? Don't put makeup on a pig and say it's Beyonce when we know it's still the same pig in makeup. (laughs) Like, it's... Don't... I... And I don't care for it. All those storylines you had ended WrestleMania should have ended. If you want, nobody you, wants to see the backlash of any of these. Mm, I'm sorry. Mm, I'm trying to think. Do we, Except for the Roman one, I want to see a backlash of that. Honestly, but other I than don't, that, I I don't I wouldn't care for it. Honestly, I don't I don't even want to see the backlash to that one. I didn't want to see the backlash. Man, maybe the backlash to Bobby Drew. Okay, we'll give him that. Um, I mean, Rip, you have to give him that. Now. Ripley Oscar, you knew that was coming. Yeah. The Charlotte, the Charlotte Ripley Oscar shit, I can see another one of those. Sheamus and Riddle, you didn't know what the fuck you were doing. You threw that together last minute. It turned out good, but we didn't want to see yeah, it Yeah, leave going. that. Um, it, aside from the championship matches, um, and really only a couple of them. Yeah, there's really not much we wanted to see continue. The Charlotte one at Backlash is deserved because you took Charlotte out for no reason and called it COVID. Yeah, Priest and Bad Bunny. Uh, not Priest and Bad Bunny. Priest yeah. and Miz. I don't you, care for you could have kept going with that. Like you could have just went bye bye and started. Yeah, y'all could have y'all could have went somewhere else with that. Um Hell, you Edge, could've, you could've if had y'all Bruce. if y'all had Edge and Roman or Edge and Daniel Bryan or whatever y'all were gonna do I want just to, to definitively beat somebody, yeah, then I'm cool with that. But, this, but most of these I don't need to see a part two with. I don't need to see a part two to this. Me neither. So um, to call it WrestleMania backlash and just continue every storyline you had at WrestleMania, it's kind of stupid. Backlash is for when you have to start new storylines mm-hmm. and you have to end ones that fans might want one more match out of. Yeah, Not continue WrestleMania all the way over into backlash because creative is nothing. You know what I mean? Like, it's what, just, what's, just what's lazy that? writing. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. That's what I'm going to stay at. 
That's all. That's all. I, that's all the uh, the rest of the stuff I got to say. We can get the shout outs. Uh, yeah. So aside from that clusterfuck that they've, those last few clusterfucks they've been doing. I do, I do got to shout out the listeners, man, because you guys have been showing mad love and support, and you guys been interacting with us on Instagram and you, our YouTube page. Mm-hmm. So big shout out to you guys. Uh, shout out to Fetch Frequency, D the Toy Hunter, Reckless Pops, always top notch people. Definitely go check them out on YouTube as well, um, as well as our our new good friends over at All About Wrestling, uh, Bobby Rassels and his lovely co-host. Uh, I was on their show just recently, so if you want to go check that out, definitely go check them out on all platforms as well. Um, you got anything you want to say? Um, yeah, so you've been killing it with shout-outs every pod, um, so I'm going to start trying to catch up. Uh, I usually am always on the Twitter, mm-hmm. so um, every week, uh, if you follow me on Twitter, if you follow the pod on Twitter, if you don't, please do. I'm going to be starting um, my shout-outs as uh, all Twitter shout-outs. So, um, first shout-out I got um, is a guy we've been interacting with a lot. Uh, funny name. He's on Twitter as uh, Wrestling Jeebus. <laughs> <laughs> and that is spelled the way you think it's spelled. Um, rest, there's, no, uh, there's no underscore. It's just Wrestling uh, Jeebus. J-E-B-U-S. Hallelujah. Um, Peace be with you and praise Jeebus. There you go. <laughs> praise Jeebus. Shout out, shout out to Wrestling Jeebus, man. And uh, shout out to uh, Let's Rap. It's a podcast on Anchor Okay. that uh, has been shouting us out and telling us to check them out. We'll check them out. They checked us out. Uh, so shout out to the Let's Rap uh, podcast on Anchor. If you guys are listening to this on Anchor, go follow them. Go check them out. Um, and that's all I got. All right, well... Hope you guys have a great week. Hopefully this week for wrestling turns out better than, you know, the last couple. But as always, you guys know the deal. Stay blessed and stay Stay dangerous. dangerous.